This is We the People coming to you here on Friday night. This is the 16th of February, uh, 2024. It's Rob Burke here with you. Glad to have you in the studio. And bear with me a little bit tonight, folks. I'm changing. We just got done changing a whole bunch of computer systems around. I'm playing with the, the levels. I'm trying to kind of dial this in for everybody. But you don't want to know about that. You want to know about why am I going to be listening to you for the next hour, Rob? Because this is where you come every week on Friday night from 7 to 8 o'clock to hear about how you can make a difference. I bring to you people from the community that are making a difference, that have their views, and we're all coming together and we're talking. That's an interesting thing. No, we don't throw it out there and throw mud against the wall, but we talk about the issues. We talk about why you need to get involved, what needs to happen. So I'm going to be talking tonight for the first half hour with Sarah Brandon. She is a candidate for the 483rd District Court Judge, but really what she wanted to talk about See, I didn't even know. She just comes, I want to come on the show and talk and even say about that. But we are going to be talking about the state of Texas versus Planned Parenthood. Who is Kate Cox? Stay tuned. We're going to tell we're going to tell you about that coming up in the second half of the show we're going to be talking about the comprehensive plan oh no don't know stay with me we're going to make it interesting but we're going to talk about why you need to be tuning in and getting involved this week because we are going to be having on the new show focus san marcos next tuesday we are going to be having the city here to talk about that we're going to be talking about this fun parade we had and we are going to be reminding you that this is a political commentary show the views expressed on this show are those of the hosts the guests and not necessarily those of KZSM or SMTXCRA. We're going to be right back with you. My guest is here correcting me on a few things there. You know, when I get going sometimes, I, I can stumble over it. We want to make sure the facts are correct. And so, um, Sarah, correct me on that so that everyone understands about what you were just telling me here. Well, Kate Cox is a woman that was pregnant. Uh, she uh, There was a, a viable heartbeat. And uh, she went to Travis County to ask the court to allow her to end her pregnancy, which is a medical procedure. And uh, Judge Gamble allowed her to do that. And that, that's the, the case that I can talk about. All right, but let's, let's start this off with a little preface. As I said, that I didn't realize, you know, when we started talking about this, you called here and said, hey, I heard about the show. I'd like to come on, and I, I love that. Uh, that's that's community involvement. And you heard from, I believe, probably one of our volunteers here, and uh, that does a big load. I, hey, shout out to Ron, okay, for all that he <laughs> does for us here on the IT side of things. And uh, uh, all hours, he will answer an email for me and uh, help on things. Um, well, Rob, thank you for having me. I appreciate and, uh, it. So. Let's tell everybody about your position that you're running for first. And then we were having a conversation leading up to this uh, about how, what is the reason you're running and why? And I think that's probably the deeper story here. Well, I'm, I'm running uh, what 
prompted me to run is some of the issues with Planned Parenthood, but that's, you know, that was before I, did, that's before I filed. But uh, would, I've been serving Hayes County for 27 years. I've been an uh, active volunteer. I served on the Hayes County Caldwell Women's Center for five and a half years, almost six. And out of that, I created a program called Dating Violence Montreal. And that is a program where uh, about 120 students uh, come from the high school and are educated on domestic violence. And they, uh, we bring them to the Hayes County Justice Center and they put on a mock trial about uh, healthy relationships, about domestic violence. And we collaborate uh, with the Hayes County Bar Association, which I've been a board member for 23 years, and with HCWC, Hayes uh, Caldwell Women's Center. Uh, which I have continued to volunteer and and serve there and teach these students about healthy relationships. Uh, and they put on a mock trial about uh, a domestic violence case. They're the lawyers, they're the witnesses, and they're the jurors. So uh, it's it's an amazing program, and, and I'm so what, proud of them. What's the age group that's uh, uh, around, doing this? It's a, uh, about 15 to 19. And so they get to learn how courts handle how to prepare a case they get to understand about debate they get to understand about both sides to a case then right that's correct and they're they're are amazing and they try it before uh judge elaine brown here in hayes county yeah and so they 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 all come dressed in their suits there are about six to seven 12 panel juries and we have some all-female juries all-male juries and several mixed juries to see how they come out with different uh, outcomes and different verdicts about the domestic violence case that they just saw. And what do you get for feedback from those the the young individuals that go through this? Uh, oh my gosh! Future citizens, future voters, I guess is because I'm always people so much i guess maybe it's as you know as you get older you always hear that about oh, my day with the kids but i always like positive stories about how these young people are really learning and that's our future right there that is our future and i always say that there are hope uh yeah. and i my my original goal of doing this program is i wanted to put hayes county uh, hayes caldwell women's center out of business because i wanted to make sure we didn't have domestic uh, abuse yeah. and of course that's not realistic but that was kind of a silly goal I had and by teaching this youth about uh, what domestic violence looks like it's not our, our unhealthy relationships looks like you know it's texting it's uh, wanting to uh, uh, wanting to control the relationship it's uh, not allowing the 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 boyfriend or girlfriend or a significant other to have other relationships it's a very controlling behavior and we try to teach them that that's not a healthy relationship and those are the signs of uh, a dating violence or domestic violence situation and what i've gleaned from that or what i've gotten from that the positive feedback is i have students that not only have gone on to be lawyers uh, because i've been doing this program for 12 years not only gone on to be lawyers but have contacted me and said, hey, I have a domestic, my parents are in a domestic uh, violence or unhealthy relationship, or they called from college and said, you made a difference in my life. 
and thank you so much because I was able to get out of this unhealthy relationship. So that's the that's the that's the yes in the mess for me. <laughs> we we all have to have something that we're passionate about. And I think that's important for people to realize that we're all community members and that we take all of these different experiences that we have and that we help to guide this community forward. You know, we're here for, you, you've been on a, you know, usually for a board, you're usually four or five years, you know, and, and on average. But, you know, with an organization, you get to have that input. But then, okay, let's let them go their way, and I'm, I need something more to do. And so I guess you are running for this position not to, okay, I'm, I'm looking to get, to, to move on up in the judicial system and to get a retirement check or anything like that. But tell us a little bit about this district, because I was asking you beforehand, uh, I said 483rd, and you reminded me about why that stuck out in my mind. It's, it's a new court. Uh, the current judge is an Abbott appointee, and it's a new position. And uh, it's a both a criminal and civil court, uh, so it will hear the criminal cases as well as civil cases, family cases, those kinds of things. And I am going to bring a domestic violence uh, court to uh, to that uh, bench. And so, is this in Hayes County? Is it uh, just limited to Hayes, or is it in the area, or how? Where it's is the? It's all of Hayes County. It's okay. All, it's the entire Hayes County. So if you had anything that, basically, if it's going to go to a jury trial, it could be in your court. It could be in my court, and I will be hearing criminal jury trials. I closed my practice in October 2023 so that I could sit in on jury trials, so that I could be more proficient in in all areas of law. You know, you learn all that stuff in law school. So I've basically been taking law school exams uh, to be born proficient in the, the all areas of law, and I've been watching the courts to, as well. So your practice was in what field? Uh, family law, civil, mm-hmm. and uh, if you think about what uh, our laws consist of, if you think about if the, the laws consist of a hundred books, uh, two to three of them are primarily criminal law. So I've been practicing civil law, which is uh, is a, quite candidly a little harder than the criminal law, but I, I'm enjoying the criminal law right now too a lot. So then we have a something new for Hayes County, a new appointee. We've got this is a, a fairly new race. I mean that gives the, this that opens up now. Do you have an opponent in the Democratic primary? I do. I have two opponents, um, and uh, uh, both. Uh, both are uh, Democrats, and the the I'm excited that we have I have opponents because that also gives me hope uh, that we are uh, standing up and stepping up. I think that Democrats we've been afraid and have kind of hidden in the shadows for a while, and I'm excited that there will possibly be a Democrat on the bench. Uh, I want to win. I'm fighting very hard to win. I'm working hard, uh, and all my supporters, I'm working hard for them. But the the bigger hope for me, and the, what I always say is the bigger yes for me, is that if one of these three candidates win, uh, the Democrats win. 
uh, our values win. And that's the big winner. That's what I'm counting on. Well, we talked about the primary beforehand that sometimes it's you've got to beat each other up, it seems like, in politics anymore. Then that can be used against you, and that's where they try to say, "Well, we don't want to. We we don't want to have a race." I've heard this in both parties. Well, yeah. you know, and and that's the unfortunate thing that uh, I have seen uh, in this race in this year that there has been a a little bit of mudslinging, and that's disappointing because how can I uh, su- say, "Okay, I didn't win this race." But remember, or just forget about the five days ago when I said something horrible about my opponents, that they were terrible people or their wife beaters or their their values are terrible. People can just watch the news and get ideas on that. Right, yes. right. And I, and I think that's unfortunate because if I'm supposed to, at the end of the day, after the primary is over, get up and support my opponents so that the Democrats win, then we've all lost because... You know, two days ago or three days ago, we said this was a terrible person. And it kind of reminds me of divorces. When I did divorces, uh, people bring out the very worst of each other uh, when they're going through a divorce. And it feels like in a, in a race, we try to bring out the very worst of one another when we're all good people and we're all coming to the ballot for the right, hopefully the right reasons. Right. So... Um we're going to take a break here. Let me go ahead and do that, and I'll just come back from the break a little bit early because I want to spend some time on the other issues that you talked about. But I, I just want to at least start that out with everyone so that they got an idea of who you were, where, what you were running for, and this is not necessarily about that. You wanted to come talk about the issues, so I want to give you the time to talk about the issues. And you, you are you're you are listening to We the People here on KZSM LPFM 104.1, San Marcos, Texas. My guest in my studio tonight, Sarah. Brandon, and she is uh, running for judge of the 483rd Judicial uh, District here in Hayes County, and that is going to be starting this next Tuesday is early voting. Monday is President's Day. It is a holiday, and immediately right after that, the polls are going to be open, and uh, Sid and Eleanor from uh, Sid's Place are going to be out there manning the polls. I don't know where they're going to be, but go by, vote, and say hi to our KCSM family. Uh, but get out and vote. You have to. Your choice is, folks, if you've been listening to the show and you know how this goes, you've got a choice. You either vote in the Republican or Democratic primary, or you don't vote and you say that, all right, I'm going to be a Libertarian or Green. I'm going to vote in one of their ways that they have ways of, of getting the, the folks on the ballot. That's fine. Now, when you get to the fall, you can vote however you want. But in Texas, you do you can you don't have to declare ahead of time. You don't have to put it on your voter ID card. You can go, but you can't vote into primaries. It's either Democratic or Republican. And in Hayes County, you can vote at any one of the early locations. You do not have to go to a precinct to vote. So it makes it fairly simple. The only thing is, if you're not registered, I'm sorry, you're going to have to wait till after the election to get registered. And that means, are you registered in Hayes County? You can't come into this and say, I'm registered in Houston, and come up to them and try to vote on, on election day. No, don't smile. It's, I've seen this many, many times over. Uh, but it is important that you know what you're doing. And it's, it's not that hard, folks. Okay? You don't, don't worry. Oh, I don't have my driver's license. There's other ways to do this. Okay, I can I can attest to all the many ways that you can vote, just as long as you are registered ahead of time. 
All right, that's the important thing. And we're going to take a quick station ID break. And uh, this is Political Commentary Show. The views expressed on this show are those of the host and the guest, not necessarily those of KZSM or SMTXCRA, its governing board. And KZSM does invite all political candidates, all legal political candidates, to come on any of our shows to schedule time we do provide equal time for all candidates here at the station your true community radio station here in san marcos texas and this is a couple events that are upcoming that uh, you do want to know about and we're back with you here in the studio this is rob burke your host on we the people and uh, yes if you would like to uh get us to record a message for you we have all sorts of that i deal with that all throughout the week uh that we have um all sorts of different if you're a nonprofit, send us your request and we'll get some neat music in the background we'll get somebody to do some catchy little tune we've got a whole bunch of volunteers that are here and that's what it uh, it takes Okay, are they in the studio all the time? No. Do they about live here like I do? No. That uh, it is that you have a way of coming together in the community to get the word out. Use us. We're here, KCSM, and you can contact us at kcsmsanmarcos at gmail.com. And if you do have a question or you'd like us to uh, relay any questions from this interview tonight, please, again, send it to kcsmsanmarcos uh, at gmail.com. We'll pass it along. We'll get it on the air and all those good things. So uh, just uh, get in touch with us. So my guest tonight is Sarah Brandon is here, and uh, she is a candidate on the Democratic ticket for 400 183rd District Court Judge, and that primary is March 5th, but the early voting starts this next Tuesday. So, but let's go into some other things that we wanted to talk about. So, who is Kate Cox? Kate Cox is a woman that uh, filed, a very brave woman, who filed in Travis County in uh, early December of 2023 to uh, get a medical procedure uh, or, if you will, an, an abortion, which an abortion is a medical procedure. And uh, she had a, uh, her, her infant, the baby, had a, what's known as Edwards, uh, uh, Edwards syndrome, which is a, uh, it's a disease where there will be heart failure, uh, organ failure, things like that. And usually most children uh, don't live beyond 12 months. And uh, it was going to affect her health in having future pregnancies. So she went in and went to the court. And it was Judge Gamble, who was also just an awesome and amazing judge, and asked for this medical procedure. Uh, judge Gamble ordered an injunction that uh, prohibited uh, the state of Texas from uh, 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 criminalizing the doctors or punishing the doctors or anyone who performed this procedure because it was a medical procedure, both for the infant and for the mother. Uh, she'd already had two C-sections, so uh, having another uh, C-section or having a, a, this pregnancy could interfere for future parenting uh, or future ability to have children. And so Judge Gamble ordered it. And uh, it, unfortunately, uh, Kim Paxton and uh, 
ordered uh, intervened in the lawsuit took it to the texas supreme court where we have nine republican judges who said that she could not go forward with her abortion uh, we don't know exactly where she ended up having the medical procedure but she left the state uh, because she was invited by colorado kansas and i think uh, uh, canada to have her medical procedure there so it it is it, it's very very important that you know we have district judges that can push back against this kind of administration now i'm not saying that i would rule for an, uh, for this medical procedure or not i don't know how i'd rule i have to know the facts but i can tell you that uh this woman uh followed the law the judge followed the law and i think it was granted and i think judge gamble did the right thing so in this case you know you can't say you know on upcoming you can't uh, if there's an upcoming case you know there's no way that you can talk about that it's well, very difficult to well, you run can't predict, for a judge you can't predict facts right? right and so until you know all the facts you can't predict how you would rule and so this then goes to it kind of dovetails in with the other issue is that how can you make a difference how does all of this come back and you know what you're talking about here what does the texas law say about abortion what what is, how does this fit in with texas law right now well the it's so the the law is it's not very clear and that's the problem it's it's it lends itself to a lot of interpretation as does the supreme court that overturned roe versus wade right and uh it leads to a lot of interpretation and uh we don't know what a medical uh, emergency really is uh it's not defined uh, now, the Supreme Court of Texas says, well, it's the doctor who determines what a medical emergency is or what it, what it should be. But I am worried, uh, as a woman myself, that are we really telling women to go wait in their car until their sepsis enough to have a medical, uh, medical procedure to save their lives? Uh, that, that worries me. So that's why i'm so passionate about this i really need uh think that we need to stand up uh, against uh just a black and white type of of law that uh prohibits a woman uh taking care of, care of her own body uh or making decisions about her own body when it comes to her safety so if we've got you know folks that are listening out there that are going to be on the other this is a divisive issue abortion always has been and it seems like there is no middle ground and there's going to be a lot of folks that are going to say well we definitely don't want you to be our judge you know because of what you're you know you're espousing well i mean i the thing about it is is that uh i, I again i won't know what that decision is going to look like until I know the facts. If a woman comes up and, and there's no medical issues, then I have to follow the law whether I agree with it or not. That's just that's just the way it is. I don't get a I don't get a vote. I don't get you know we don't we don't get to rule through the lens of ideological values, right? Uh, but but human values do matter, like uh, compassion, uh, equality, uh, and understanding that 
that is what matters and that's what you can take to the bench and that's what I bring to the bench but I I can't even though I may or may not disagree with having a medical procedure an abortion I can't rule from that lens I have to rule as the law uh, allows me to rule so the current law is going to be on the books at least for in another two years possibly you know until uh, the next legislative session uh, and the current uh, um, uh, the current administration is going to be there in place pretty much for another couple of years so it could be longer yeah well at least I, there is always that possibility within the you know at that election folks yes things are not always carved in stone yes i i do know how the the numbers are going to go for the state of texas in in the most part but how do you change that is it electing one person is it no it, it's looking at the whole scheme of you know how are we going to change these things how can somebody make a difference in this coming forward that's the i think the big question well one is just education and and getting the word out there uh for me i learn a lot through you know i'm a, a member of planned parenthood now again if a case that you know, Planned Parenthood was before my court, I wouldn't favor them, but I do, uh, I do, I am a member of Planned Parenthood. I do donate to Planned Parenthood because that keeps me informed. Uh, and I think it's looking at things like your state reps uh, and your representatives here in the state of Texas. You ha it's all one collaborative uh, type of decision. And you have to find, in my opinion, like-minded individuals that will uh, help change the laws that you don't agree with but sitting at home doing nothing and waiting for things to happen is is not going to change the law it's going to keep things the way they are uh, when we become complacent or we hide in the shadows that's when things change and then we throw up our hands and go gosh we have no control well you had control when you went to the ballot i like that and uh, that's a good way for us to kind of uh, start to close out the conversation here tonight is that when you do go to the ballot, folks, you do have, you've got influence. I don't know whether control is it, but you do have influence. And how you use that influence is up to you. And it's not just going at the ballot. It's also who did you vote for? Why do you vote for them? And letting people know. And, you know, that... There's a reason why that when that candidate gets into office, when that candidate becomes your state representative, they need to know what is that you are passionate about. What is that one issue? If they know what that one issue is, then you can get involved when that legislation is coming through in two years up at the state uh, state house, and it's gonna we're gonna be starting to look at that as soon as you know this is how these cycles go. And so, uh, but your once uh how long is the term for the judge in the district judge it's four years okay and so this will be decided uh in the november election but first we've got to uh, have a uh a run here in the democratic primary which is starting uh early voting this next tuesday and i'm going to give you a minute just to what do you like people to know to know about me to know about you or what would you like people to know well that i've been serving hayes county in my community service for 27 years just exclusively in hayes county i've been practicing for 30 plus years 
and I used my law practice to uh, promote the values that I believe in. Hayes County Caldwell Women's Center, uh, PAWS, uh, which is our animal shelter mm -hmm. out here, Helping Hands, uh, and the, those are my values because I've lived them. I have used my practice for them, uh, and now I'm ready to step up and be Hayes County's uh, district judge. I closed down my a very lucrative law practice so that I could do this because I don't want any on-the-job training. <laughs> I want to be ready to serve as soon as I'm elected. All right. So, Sarah Brandon, uh, thank you for coming in and talking thank with us you, tonight. I, I welcome you to come back again. And again, uh, if you are a political candidate, we do give equal time to all political candidates. Contact us at KCSM, Sam Marcos at gmail.com. I appreciate everyone that has come on the show, and you can keep coming on the show. There's no, we don't stop you just because, uh, you know, the, the election may not be two, two weeks away. And no, come on. It's it's always uh, good to be on and on and uh, talk to your community and talk to people here. Well, so. if, if I am not elected, I can assure you I'll still be passionate about these things and maybe I can talk to you about them more. But mm -hmm. I really enjoyed being on the show. Thank you so much, Rob. Thanks for coming on tonight, Sarah Brandon. And this is We the People here on KCSM. It's Rob Burke, your host, and I'm going to be right back with you. We've got a couple things to talk about. Uh, don't go away, folks. Yes, I'm going to be talking about the comprehensive plan. Why is it important? Oh, don't, don't, no, 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 stay. Okay, just you can go and get something real quick out of the fridge. Okay, have a have a quick snack. Well, you, I don't have to know what you're eating. Uh, this is radio. Okay, but uh, we're going to be right back with you after these uh, quick announcements here. Let's see, and I think this is a good one after what we've been talking about. Are you interested in receiving information about a free mammogram to check for breast cancer? Community Action Incorporated can arrange for you to receive a free mammogram through one of our local medical partners. If you do not have medical insurance or live in a low-income household, if you're age 50 or older and need to receive your yearly mammogram, or if you're experiencing breast pain or any other concerning breast symptoms, please call us at 512 392-1161 extension 322 for Spanish or 342 for English or send us an email at breastcancerservices at communityaction.com This has been a public service announcement brought to you by Community Action Incorporated of Central Texas and KZSM Community Radio in San Marcos, Texas What's in the daily news? I'll tell you what's in the daily news Read the latest news about KZSM.org, your true community radio station, every Sunday in the San Marcos Daily Record. Look for our call letters in the headline of our exclusive column. The San Marcos Daily Record has been serving our community with news, features, sports, and opinion for over 100 years. Pick up your copy at your nearest grocery or convenience store. To subscribe to the print or electronic editions, go to www.sanmarcusrecord.com or call 512-392-2458. Her voice can call up a ghost and soothe him to rest again. 
and she'll ease you out of the stress of your work week and right on into your weekend. She's got live and recorded music you want to hear and interviews with people you want to meet. Tune in Fridays, 8 to 10 p.m. for Friday Night with Care, right here on kzsm.org, San Marcos's true community radio station. Hello there, I'm Marianne Reese with an update to my previous program, Senior Centric. It's expanding to become more inclusive by hosting guests and sharing conversations that all humans, not only seniors, can relate to. Our topics and discussions may evoke compassion, empathy, motivation, laughter, and yes, perhaps even anger. But each is a part of the human condition, and each is of human interest. That's human interest the first Thursday of every month from 2 to 3 p.m. on San Marcos' own true community radio station, KZSM. I sure hope you'll join us. Yes, and uh, those of you do know which primary I vote in, and that doesn't make the difference in giving people a chance to come in and talk and us to have the conversation. Now, you know, my personal bias, no, I'm a journalist in, in this sense here. Yes, there's going to be some bias in some of the things I ask and some of the ways that I ask them. We all have that. But to have that conversation is important, folks. And I'm glad uh, that we got to talk about a race that you may not have known about. You may not have known about this new judicial district. Hey, we've got another one here in Hayes County. It's, you know, this is someone that if you are here in Hayes County and you have a criminal trial, or you have a family court. Someone comes in, CPS comes and takes away your child. And you ask for a jury trial. You're going to go before this court. This is someone that could be on many different things, not just about the issues that we were talking about. So keep that in mind uh, when, we're, you know, when we're, we're talking about that. Now, let's go on back. One more thing I did want to mention to you, uh, and just as a note, this is KCSM, LPFM, 104.1, San Marcos, Texas. Rob Rourke, your host on We the People, every Friday night from 7 to 8 o'clock. Views expressed on this show are those of the hosts, the guests, and not necessarily those of KCSM or SMTXCRA, the governing board. And um, I'm not going to get into it too much, folks, but just be aware that uh, we'll probably talk about this on a couple of upcoming shows, that the um, electric cab you have until the 28th, to ride free downtown. After that, there is going to be a different uh, version, different places. Uh, there's going to be a charge, most likely. Um, we're not sure which way it's going to go, but the funding that they had, they had half a million dollars, $500,000 for a pilot program. And that was out of COVID money that had to be allocated for transit. And it had to go in this downtown, what they call a TERS, uh, uh, district. Uh, we'll get into it another night, folks. But that was the geographic area of the downtown here that it had to be within. And so there's a lot of talk out there on social media, a lot of people asking about this. What was the cost? And it ends up that it was costing us about $25 a ride. Now, that is not too far off what it costs us for our bus service with carts. All right. Uh, and that's okay. So how do we make that better? Well, do we get more people to use public transportation? What, you know, we need to have these discussions. And uh, that kind of goes into what we're going to talk about next, which is the um, 
Where is it? Uh, there we go. The city of San Marcos invites public to participate in comprehensive plan survey. The city of San Marcos invites you to provide your feedback on the Vision SMTX comprehensive plan through a survey available between Friday, February 2nd and Friday, February 23rd. And the new survey summarizes amendments made by the Planning and Zoning Commission and the San Marcos City Council through the Vision SMTX Comprehensive Plan adoption process and allows the public to identify concerns and propose specific changes. The Vision SMTX Comprehensive Plan project began in 2020, was directed, that's four years ago, folks, and was directed by City Council to update the Vision San Marcos 2013 comprehensive plan so we have been going without a comprehensive plan now for 11 years in november and there's another thing that's been going on for 11 years we'll talk about that in a minute uh in november the san marcus city council established a committee of city council members to review and discuss the proposed vision smtx comprehensive plan assess outreach and gather additional public input the project's goal is to create a visionary document that guides long-term decision-making for key components of the city, such as housing, land use, the environment, economic development, and transportation. And uh, so you can participate in this survey online at visionsmtx.com. And they also have hard copies that if you can't get available that we uh, can get you to. Um, and survey responses will be shared with the City Council's Comprehensive Plan Ad Hoc Committee for review, discussion, and further recommendations. Uh, once that is complete, the City Council will consider the Vision SMTX Comprehensive Plan for a final reading and adoption. So we have a new show that is every Tuesday. Uh, I'm sorry. It is the, uh, the last Tuesday of the month here in in uh, San Marcos, uh, the third Tuesday of the month. I'm going to get this yet. I'm sorry. Uh, so the uh, second Tuesday is uh, our uh, San Marcos River Foundation at 1130. And we've got the following week. Uh, we have this next Tuesday. We invite someone from the city to come in from a department each month. And this month that uh, the city has said, we'd like for you to talk about this. And we are going to have someone come in and talk about this plan. So I'm not going to get into it too much tonight, but I want you to be aware. I want you to tune in on um, this uh, next uh, Tuesday. And we'll talk some more about that. But the big thing is we want you to go and to uh, you know get get involved with this and i had um this i saw this out here this uh, today on a couple of the social media and this is how folks are getting involved folks that have been involved with this for a while are saying uh they want to give they want you to give your support uh by february 23rd to adopt vision smtx plus plus yes Go back to listen to some of our archive on some of the podcasts on this show, folks, if you want to know about the plus plus. Yes, remember we had uh, we had developers were paying big money to get council not to add in the plus plus plan. They did. And so there's going to be a lot of pushback from a lot of the folks that they were paying big money against this that I'm sure there's going to be some folks on either side of this. So just be aware. I'm not, I'm not telling you which way to go here. 
But this is one of the uh, sides that I asked for some feedback, and some uh, some of our folks have uh, emailed me in and sent me in some messages. Um, the comprehensive plan will dictate how the land development code LDC has created. The LDC will dictate how San Marcos will develop over the next 20 years. Example, whether rent-by-the-bed apartments can be built near or in neighborhoods or near the river. I believe Vision SMTX++ with council amendments will most effectively protect the city neighborhoods and and the river, our most vulnerable populations. To support Vision SMTX with council amendments, all you need to do is take a poll to support the comprehensive plan. Uh, and uh, this is the one that we just talked about. And send an email to city council as well. I like that, that you can email the city council as well. And to go to the poll, go to uh, Vision SMTX. Okay. And uh, they say scroll down a uh, couple of screens on your phone till you see a green line across the page. And uh, this is a blue dot with a white icon, white icon in the center. And that's where you'll see the Vision SMTX poll. Now, I'm not telling you which way to vote. Now, I just want you to get involved. And why does this make a difference? Can city council go and do whatever the heck they want to do? Yes. So why? that's why you go and you follow up and say, yeah, I, I want you to vote on this. This is why I'm feeling this way. This is what I want to talk about. So it's important that you realize that it's not just taking these plans. And I'm going to talk to, I'm going to ask some hard questions uh, about this. Not hard, but questions that you have. If you'd like me to ask questions on this, just uh, send me an email at uh, smtxsanmarcos at gmail.com. Go to kzsm.org, click on Contact Us. Say, hey, I was listening to Rob on We the People. I'd like you to ask this question next Tuesday on Focus San Marcos, which is our new show that we have, a week, uh, monthly show. I'm sorry, it's been a long day. Uh, but join us. I'm going to look forward to having that for you here. As part of our news, as part of our coverage, as part of our community involvement, I talk to everyone about our mission here, and I've, I've talked about it many times on the show, is that we are here to enlighten, engage, and entertain. If I don't en- entertain you, you're not going to sit around. So hopefully I'm making it entertaining, keeping you here. But we also want to enlighten you, and but we want you engaged. We want you out there in the community. It's not just sitting there and saying it's somebody else's problem. These are all of our issues. This show, I'm here every week from 7 to 8 o'clock for an hour. We break it down to interviews. We talk to folks here in the community about how you can make a difference. We talk about entrepreneurialships. We talk about uh, what's going on with Lindsay Street Apartments that we had last week. Uh, or the, the North Lindsay Street, excuse me, apartment complex. You know, these are things that we talk about what's going on. And it's important. It's not just, oh, what's the politician going to say? No, they're running for office. They're going to tell you anything. No, I hope they tell you the right things. I hope they tell you that we better make sure that people know not to go up a bike lane the wrong way. That's the first one for the night. We'll, we'll have more. Um, no, I, I hope that we are getting this across that it's not just to vote, that it is also getting involved in knowing these people and reminding them about what's important to you. That's politics. That's real politics. 
but it's also about knowing neighbors. How do you help each other? How do you become that connector? How do you network? Yeah, why do I want to network, Rob? I've got a job. I've got kids. I've got everything else. Well, you network through school. You know the parents. You know the people. You've got the after-school activities. You network through your friends of your kids. That they come over to the house. I hope they're coming over. I hope the kids are getting out. I hope they're playing together outside. I hope they were enjoying the beautiful day today. You know, the old guys were outside across the street here. I was stretching and, you know, we're, we're having some conversations. Finding out about Al passing away over here at uh, the showdown. There's some folks that are going to wear some tie-dye shirts in his honor out at the damn chili cook-off. It's going to be happening out in Martindale. Go check that one out, folks. And wear your tie-dye for Al. We're going to take a quick station break. We're going to come back and uh, talk to you. We're going to follow up and talk about parades and what we were doing and about events and things, about all that great stuff. So hang tight. We're going to be right back with you. This is We the People here on KCSM LPFM 104.1 San Marcos, Texas. We'll be right back with you, folks. Do you love listening to great music? Are you interested in topics that can blow your mind? Do you like having a good time when listening to the radio? If so, then listen to Into the Gray, Friday mornings, 10 till noon. Into the Gray is a public interest radio program we can all enjoy. That's Into the Gray, Friday mornings, 10 a.m. until noon on kzsm.org in San Marcos, Texas. Hey, reggae lovers. It's your weekly reggae escape. I'm Lady K, your navigator of good vibes and your gateway to the reggae universe. And Big Up Reggae on KZSM 104.1 is your Sunday vibe. Join me every Sunday, 3 to 4 p.m. for a reggae experience like no other. From timeless classics to today's freshest reggae vibes, we've got it all. Heartbeats and Echoes at 10 o'clock on Wednesday while we explore the world looking for the echoes of the heartbeat of Mother Earth. Some of the great shows we're going to have coming up through the weekend or uh, on encores. Go check it out. Uh, go to kcsm.org and check out our shows. Also, we've got a whole bunch of those are out there as well as this show you can find on podcasting. If you go and check out Captivate is our main site, but you go out and you type in for KCSM podcasts. All right, and you'll get a whole bunch of stuff. You'll see it, and we're going to be uh, putting these up. We're getting uh, some things going on on our website. Hey, stay tuned. We've got a whole bunch of changes coming up here at the end of the month for us on websites and a whole bunch of things. We've got all sorts of exciting things coming up. We've got a uh, concert, uh, a festival 
that is going to be going on in uh, May 11th and 12th um, that we are planning. We've got the uh, Kissing Alley is coming up on uh, for March. Justin James Bridges is going to be their free show, folks, and it is turning out. We've got some people coming in from out of town. Okay, this is going to be, we had some people coming in for all of these things. We have got uh, coming up, uh, we're going to be at the porch on the 15th of March, right during South by Southwest. We got folks that are coming over from Nashville that are going to be here. So stay tuned. We got a whole bunch more stuff. And um, uh, let's see here. Uh, We've got uh, this, Come and Toss It, Friday, March 22nd. This is the uh, Chamber Cornhole Tournament. Uh, It's on the 22nd of March, and it's going to be hosted at the Pauline Espinosa Community Hall, which is there by the river. And team players and sponsors receive complimentary food and drinks. There will also be fun side games, a DJ, and a raffle. So go check that out today, and uh, you can uh, get some more information. Get in the game by contacting the Chamber today, Marisol at San Marcos, Texas dot com or that's m-a-r-i-s-o-l or 512-393-5900 for the chamber so uh, check that out you know there's lots of ways that we can get involved and one of it is we you know i talked about that 11 years right it's been 11 years since we have had a new comprehensive plan well it's been 11 years that we have been doing the mardi gras parade here in san marcus texas and it is a neat one to go out and to see people in the neighborhoods, in the communities. Loved it. We got out there in between rain showers. A big thank you to Kathy Laura. Laura's Carpets uh, got us the, the van and uh, took us down there and uh, kept us dry uh, while we set up. Uh, the Alts, who had their uh, opened their uh, front yard up to us, and we announced the parade. We got to see people out there. We got to tell them to come on down afterwards, and we'd have the studio open, and we were giving out doubloons. You got three doubloons from anywhere in there, and you got a neat gift bag from the uh, Downtown Association. Okay, Downtown Association helping promote. We helped promote our uh, good friends next door at the Daughter of the Wild uh, and uh, Nikki. She was having a great day, even with the rain. We had a lot of things going on down here for Mardi Gras. These kind of things drive economies for us. Having these festivals and these events, we get people coming in from outside. They come here. They stop. They eat. You know, they have to, uh, you know, this is, St. Marcus has always been a waypoint for people to come and visit and to stay here. We've lost a little bit of that because we've said, eh, we're going to make the downtown the playground for the university is what I've heard from uh, yeah, my good buddy Forrest. And uh, uh, it is that some of the times, and yet have we forgotten or have we given it up? Let's not give up on it. Let's get down here. Let's support. Let's support all the businesses around town. Support all the businesses in the region. How can we bring people here during South by Southwest? Now we have events. How can we bring people here during February? We have events. 
One of the things that my daughter has sent that uh, those of you that follow me on Facebook will have seen is in South Dakota, between December and January, coldest months of the year, they invite people to come out and eat downtown to these restaurants that have a burger war. The winning burger this year, the root beer, no, the root beer float was the runner-up. I'm sorry, uh, but uh, the root beer float was a really interesting one. That was the runner-up. And uh, it actually has root beer in this uh, little ice cream that they throw on top of it. And it's the, it's a nice, it's a premium burger. It's like, uh, yeah, these are some really good food that they have. And it, the uh, computation they had uh, from the city or from uh, the chamber was that it added $3 million to their economy. $3 million. Sioux Falls, South Dakota, in the middle of winter, is getting a $3 million boost in the arm. Why? Because somebody came up with this crazy idea that, hey, even pizza joints can get in on this and they can make their burger and they can, they can have a competition. And so all around this town. Now, granted, uh, Sioux Falls, believe it or not, is about 250,000 people. We're at uh, about 75,000. Uh, there was something in, guys, if you, ever, if you saw that article that was in the student newspaper up here at the university, it is wrong. We are not at 87,000 people. Okay, I, it's not. Now, we're somewhere in about the seventy-five to 76,000, and uh, I do not know where the heck they got that number from. Uh, but we do fact-check it here on this show. That said, Sioux Falls is much bigger than we are, but we can do this. We've got a lot in the surrounding area that Sioux Falls does not have. And so we've got New Braunfels, we've got Kyle, we've got Buda. Why do they need to go down and go to the same chain restaurants? Why do we need to have the same chain restaurants to draw everybody? I don't know. Can we support local? How about we think about different places to go? How about we think of different things that we can support? How about we support businesses that have been here in San Marcos for over 100 years? When was the last time you went up to Wonderworld Cave? And so I'll be up there. You can come by and say, hey, sit down and talk politics with me. And talk anything with me for that matter. <laughs> but uh, we have that in the community up there. We've got a little flea market. But it's to get people to come and to realize that this stopping spot, to come and see the cave, a tourist attraction, also has a place that you can go hang out. they got a little picnic area, and they've got a gift shop, and you can come out and talk to neighbors. You can find some cool deals. That's what San Marcos has. We've got this reputation, and we've got a lot of folks that remember the way that it was. Even 20 years ago, it's changed. 30, 40 years ago. We know the places to go. We know the watering holes. Go out and talk to the folks at Jack's. Go downtown to Showdown. Go ask them about Al. Go ask Tanya about Al down there. And they'll tell you some stories. Because why? These are Sam Martian legends. 
What do I mean by Sam Martian legends? It's that the stories continue even after you go. That's the legacy we leave. I hope that's the legacy that each and every single one of you will leave. Even if, they had, even if I don't become a legend in San Marcos, if I can at least drop a stone in the water and it makes a ripple, I have done my due diligence and due duty. We'll be back with you again next week. Folks, thanks for tuning in. And guess what? Coming up uh, here in a minute, we're going to be having an encore for Friday Night with Care from last week's show. Please uh, stay tuned. We'll be right I with wonder, you. wonder who-